So in case you missed it, the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability had a hearing today on UAPs, otherwise known as UFOs. So here's a quick overview of everything that happened, and I'll make sure to give my personal thoughts on the matter at the end. So three witnesses testified today before Congress, David Grush, former Air Force officer and member of the U.S. Department of Defense UAP Task Force, but he's more commonly known as the UFO whistleblower, former commanding Navy officer, Commander David Fravor, and executive director of American for Safe Aerospace, Ryan Graves. Each witness detailed specific accounts of their separate interactions and first-hand sightings of UAPs over the last decade. Commander David Fravor described two white tic-tac-like objects that would quickly descend and ascend from 80,000 feet to 20,000 feet back and forth, as well as rapidly darting side to side over the waters off of the coast of San Diego. Ryan Graves described his multiple sightings of a giant red rectangle about the size of a football field hovering over the waters off of Virginia Beach, as well as multiple sightings of square objects encased with Within a clear sphere. David Grush expanded on his information that he has already released and gave further context on his statements of leaked information about the U.S. government knowingly concealing information about alien crafts, the existence of intelligent alien life, as well as the U.S. government's active alien spacecraft retrieval program that has been in operation for decades that is both retrieving alien objects as well as attempting to reverse engineer them. Each witness expressed to Congress a common national security concern, and they also gave a accounts of silencing efforts either through intentional lack of briefings or threats of violence as retaliation for coming forward about this secret information by members within the U.S. government. Each witness In 2018, LeBron James founded a school for underprivileged children in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. The I Promise School, as it's called, educates children in grades 1 through 8. They provide them with free lunches, free uniforms, free transportation. And all the graduates from the school has their college tuition guaranteed by the University of Akron. The school also costs taxpayers in Akron a total of $8 million per year. Certainly a very noble cause from LeBron. Unfortunately, none of the kids at the school can reportedly do math. Not a single student at LeBron James's school has tested proficient in math in over three years. In addition, only 8% of the I Promise students tested proficient in English. And the Akron school board is pissed off because as I mentioned, they allocate $8 million to this school every single year. The Ohio Department of Education is also now reportedly stepping in, and it may lead to have their public funding revoked. It's another example of how throwing money at the education system doesn't necessarily lead to good outcomes. And they're apparently teaching kids to read the same way LeBron does. Breaking news, sad news. Paul Rubens, the actor best known for playing Pee Wee Herman, has died. His team has just released an emotional statement on his social media channels revealing that he had been battling cancer for the last several years. Um, and they sadly announced that he passed away last night. They write that last night we said farewell to Paul Rubens, an iconic American actor, comedian, writer, and producer whose beloved character Pee Wee Herman delighted generations of children and adults with his positivity, whimsy, and belief in the importance of kindness. Did you know that July is Disability Pride Month? In July of 1990, the Americans with Disabilities Act, or ADA, was signed into law. This law prohibited discrimination against those with disabilities in all areas of public life. But this law wasn't passed overnight. In 1978, a group known as the Gang of 19 blocked Denver traffic to protest against lack of wheelchair accessibility on buses. Thanks to their grit and determination, Denver became one of the first cities with accessible mass transit. But they.
call them the Cleveland Guardians now, but I don't think that's better than Indians. They're called the Indians because they had the first Native American baseball player. They were literally uh, called the Cleveland Spiders, and they got the first Native American baseball player. He's named name Sokolov. Next year, they got two more Native American players. They didn't only have the first, but they had three. The only three in the league played for the Cleveland Spiders. And some smartass was like, man, we should start calling ourselves the Cleveland Indians. And they're like, yeah, that's a great idea. And now it's just gone. It's erased forever. It's just now they're Guardians, named after some bridge, some bridge in Cleveland my buddy Jimmy has three DUIs on. <laughs> if you want to cancel a team, you should cancel the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what pirates do. <laughs> rape. <you know? laughs> they rape and pillage. What's worse? An Indian guy, right? He's like, hi, I'm, I'm an Indian. Or a pirate who's like, ah, 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 ah. That's, that's way worse. I don't even know where to start today. <laughs> well, tell everybody hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. Rest in peace, Pee Wee. Yes, indeed. Um, let's start real quick with the Guardians, a little breaking news. Uh, <laughs> every time I try to get on the side of the Guardians, they... Do something to piss me off. Uh, Aaron Savali is gone, apparently. Bye. Aaron Savali has been traded to the Rays for the number four prospect, a first baseman. Well, that's what they need, first baseman. So you give up one of your best pitchers, and you get a first baseman. Well, they've got big pitching talent, don't they? They have, Well, then there's Bieber, but he's out, he's, what, for yeah. the year? I think his arm fell off. Uh, then there's, um, who's after Bieber? Well, Savali, but he's not here he's anymore. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, well, you got, what's his name? Classe in the bullpen, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Whatever. I, I'm glad I'm a, gar- or a, a Padres fan. There you go. Don't have to deal with this nonsense. Oof. So, yeah, uh, Aaron Savali apparently is gone. I mean, that's what I'm reading on Twitter and everywhere else. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it says that he's traded. It says he's he's out. And did he just win yesterday? I don't know. Yeah, probably. probably. I think he did. I think he, he, he won yesterday, and now he's Got traded. Got the win and... And beat it. <laughs> get out. <laughs> I, mean, I don't understand. They're, what, like 500 or a game above 500 or something like that, and then... Well, it's a garbage team. I mean, dude, even if they win the division, for sake of argument, they win the division. They go 82 and 80. They win the division. Where are they going to go? Yeah. Do you see them beating the Yankees? No. But anything's possible. You know, I know it's cliche to say, but once you get into the playoffs, you know, anything is possible. We've seen teams go on runs during you know, the, the postseason. And, you know, they're good enough. That they have enough talent that I thought they could have done some kind of noise. But yeah, um, so, well, yes, Savali traded. Yeah, see ya. To the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I get it. And I see you, Gunner, and I'm with you. I know the Padres are hurting. The Padres suck this year, which makes it all the more clear that I did not just jump on a bandwagon when the when the Indians changed their name. Because I, I went to the Padres, and boy, they are not living up to what do they have a two hundred fifty million dollar payroll or something? And yeah. And they're like 10 games out or something. 500 and a half game out of first, and we trade probably our best pitcher. Well, yeah. I yeah, know, it's the a prospect. move for the future. Yes, it's a move for the future. And, 
down the road, this will be great. Everything's fine. You know, maybe they look. Forget about the name change, all that dumb crap. But at least I can say that I generally have faith in the front office, Antonetti. I kind of like him, and I kind of have faith in what they do. And Francona can do a job managing anybody. But I I don't know. I don't like. I don't like this. But it's usual. It's, It's usual. Cleveland baseball team move kind of stuff. This first baseman has the best talent since Paul Sorrento held that goal. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to light it up. Yeah. This guy uh, might be the next Travis Hafner. <laughs> he could be. Could very well be. You don't know. I, I DoorDash on the side, as you well know. And yeah. the other night I got, got an order with my wife to Travis H., and I was like, dude, what if Travis Hafner is door dashing some food? One, I thought it was a shitty tip. Right. But two, I got to the house and I was like, man, eh, I don't think this is Hafner's house. I mean, it could be. He's been out of baseball for a while, but it was a. It was not hasn't exact, fallen that far down. <laughs> it was not exactly the uh, palatial estate you would expect a former Major League Baseball player to be hanging out in. Most right. of the big spenders are hurting this year. Take a look at the Mets. Yeah, but it's true. Okay. Yeah, the Mets traded Max Scherzer. Yeah. So yeah, big names are being are leaving teams. Not that not that Aaron Savali is a big name, but but you know the he's a big name for this town. Well, I get he's an okay. He's not a Max Scherzer name. No, but he's a good name for the Guardian Indians Guardian whatever. You want. Yeah, the team here in Cleveland, the Cleveland baseball team, as they call his their football team in Washington for a while. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess this is a move, <laughs> but I, I for the future we'll be okay next year. We'll get him next year. It's that power bat they've been looking for for years, dude. Yes, it's in the minors Let's coming up. He's, he's number four prospect. We didn't get the one, two, or three prospect, but we got number oh. four. So that's good. This guy's got the home run potential of an Andre Thornton. Let me <laughs> just least, tell you. <laughs> yes, but at least we didn't get the number five prospect. We got number four. So this guy's got okay. the this guy's got the glove of a Jerry Dibzinski. <laughs> I'll pull all these old names out. <laughs> He's gonna be good. Haven't had a prospect this stellar since Tom Verizer. <laughs> <laughs> they are oppressed. Well, they were, but now they changed their name, so that oppression is gone. It is gone. They are blessed. They are now blessed they're... to be named after that bridge. Now they're oppressed with no talent. That's right. Because <laughs> they get rid of it all. And you know Tito's going to step down at the end of this year, too. So You know, you know that's coming, out. right? Of course. He's that, that's, that's, you know, they might as well start losing. They might as well fire Tito at this point. Before Just fire him so that? he could go out. Either that or at least announce that he's retiring so that he can do the victory lap. Yeah. Do you think they will or no? No. They'll wait till This is an open-ended contract. They'll let him do whatever the hell he wants to do. He's going to retire. Dude, he's been sick the last, what, three years? I would have retired two years ago. Yeah, well, you're not making $10 million a year. That's a good point. (laughs) What else is he going to do to make that kind of money? You know, he could do whatever he wants. If he wants to show up, he makes $10 million. If he doesn't, he doesn't. What would if you I re- do? If I retired tomorrow making the same amount of money, zero. That's right. <laughs> we only have three first basemen. Well, this is going to be a good one, though. Yeah. 
This will be the one we've been looking for. Well, they're going to probably trade Josh Bell, don't you think, before the no, deadline? No, we'll move him to the outfield. No, they got to trade. Tito hates Josh Bell. Why? Because he never wants to even talk about him. Or play. I was listening to um, Carmen and that horrible Anthony Lima the other day, and um, and they were talking about Josh Bell, and uh, they were saying about how they actually played two clips a month apart of him talking about Josh Bell. And he literally said word for word the same thing of, well, if he gets hot, he'll, he, could, he could do something for us now. <laughs> and the translation of that is, he sucks, and that's why I don't play him all the time. <laughs> Tito is opening restaurants. Well, I mean, he has, doesn't he have a pizza sauce or something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, each of the three first base, first, second, or third. That's, that's what I'm saying. We why can not? be creative now with this team. That's right. Maybe we could just field a whole team of first basemen. <laughs> that would be something. See, we here in Cleveland like to reinvent things. That's right. <laughs> We're going to make it better. Did you see Tito thrown out of game? And first inning the other day, he was ticked at the Pirates' uh, calls. I, I can't say that I, I've watched. Well, I watched a game. I was at it. I watched the game. I was at. Tito Even that, I don't get the food. But... Do you ever think that maybe they're just tired, so they go out there and argue with the umpire? Go home, take a nap. I'm gonna go get the hell out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a nap in my office for two, three hours till the game's over. Because yeah, it's kind of tough to like call in, right? Like, who do you call? Yeah. Like, if you're sitting there one day and you're like not feeling great, and you just, you know, you taking mental days sure, off of work, of and, and you know, you're, well, you're you, know, you pull yourself, so it's not really. But back, you had a job. Yeah, yeah, and, and, I and you call your boss. Sure. Like I used to call Ray Davis and be like, "Oh God." I don't feel good. Yeah. Uh, like, I had feel a little like headache, but you had a little uh, headache, but you were pretty, but you made it much more. You were like, yeah, you know, you're like, ooh, I oh got a headache God. today. Ray, hey. I don't think I can make it today. Yeah, I'm not gonna make it, man. I've been throwing uh, up for the last nine hours. Oh <laughs> uh, God, yeah. So I mean, like, if you're Tito, though, who do you call? Do you call like Antonetti? Like, oh, dude. Oh man, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But it's been a rough night. I don't feel good. Didn't get any sleep. Throwing up all day. You better get the pitching coach ready because yeah, I don't think some, I'm going to make it today. Get somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> the best was, was Carmen. Like, I'm going to read a post that was put on Facebook here in a few, but uh, Carmen was the fucking worst at, at calling off. Right. Like, he would literally call me or Ray or whoever, and Ray would actually put him on the phone sometimes. And this idiot would call him, Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm a. I'm throwing up. Like, you'd hear him, like, <laughs> like, dude, all right, you didn't just actually throw up on the phone. You can yeah. hear you, like, actually pretending to throw up. Like, you think that much, we're that much of an asshole that you <laughs> actually believe that the time you threw up is when you picked up the phone, dialed right. up the phone number. Oh, Ray, hey, I don't feel so good. Had a, had a glass of water next to him to dump into the of toilet course. so it sounded. <laughs> I may not have played a lot of sound effects on the trip show, but I know what they sound like. Right. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> oh, I'm like, so sick. <laughs> <laughs> because he had to go over the top with it. I mean, you know, legally, they're not allowed to ask you why you're calling off. Right. And so, you know, I would just call Ray and say, dude, I'm sick. And if he even tried to say what's wrong, don't even ask. <laughs> yeah. I'm not coming in. I'm sick.
Uh, Bell is untradeable. $16 million next year organization can't develop pitching, but they really strike out on free agent position players. I don't agree with that at all. $16 million is not a lot for a rent-a-back guy. Look at how much we spent for Jay Bruce. Yeah. And that guy was a bust. We got a lot of busts. Uh, yeah. These guys were supposed to be. Carmen is a five-tool player. <laughs> A tool is the appropriate tool. word. At least one tool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. Savali traded. There you go. I, mean, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, I'm going to sit here and talk Guardians for the next two hours. Yeah. Well, it would be tough for me because I, I literally have not watched a pitch since they changed their name. Yeah, I was going to say, yes, my, my knowledge is now over. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally pick it up from listening to podcasts of the of the yokels all over at 92.3. Whether it's whether it's Carmen and Lima or boring ass basket and Phil. I'm sure that the, on the home of the Guardians, the uh, Bloom Daddy Show has lots of stuff. Oh, I bet they do. Did you see this post today? Which one? On Facebook. Okay. First of all, I'm before we get to the post on Facebook. Yeah. Which we will get to, and aliens, and body odor, all kind of different things I want to get into today. Sure. Um, very little time to do it. We don't have any guests today. That's kind of nice. No. Don't have anybody to talk to. Uh, but do want to make some announcements. Robin Swoboda will be on Wednesday. Wednesday show, Robin Swoboda will be joining us. Looking Very forward to that. Very uh, good. Cleveland icon. She's fantastic. Can't wait to talk to her. And then Bob France. Bob wow. France will be joining the show uh, sometime either this week or in, two in the next two weeks. In the next two weeks, he's going to be on the show. Bob France will be joining us. Very uh, nice. Talk to him. Catch up. Been a while since I've talked to him. Well, been a while since we've talked to him. For a long time, I texted right. him quite a bit, uh, but yeah, he, I was in uh, doing a show with him today. Not doing, but like watching and learning stuff. Right. And uh, so he said he wanted to come on. I would love to have him on. So we're Absolutely. gonna have Bob France on. I think everybody will get a kick out of that. Yeah. Uh, that they, so there's a site. Yes. Bob France, awesome. Uh, there is a site on Facebook called the Mike Trevisano Show. Mike Trevisano is the king of Cleveland. Okay. And what it's basically become is a promotional site for this this podcast. <laughs> right. Because uh, the administrator, I, who I love, uh, seems to post a lot of everything that I post. Well, that's good. Which is very nice. So today he posted, somebody posted on this site. Paul, Paul posted something. He said, I try and listen to WTAM every time I hear the name Bloom Daddy. It just bothers me. The show isn't horrible, but his nickname Bloom Daddy just bothers me. Can't say I disagree with that either. It just sounds like a bad comic strip. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it does. But this thing is blown up into like 40-some different comments. Right. Um, Do you want me to put it on the screen? I can put it on the screen. Can you? Yep. Okay. Let's see. Share screen. Fuck book. There we go. There we go. And there's a lot of comments. Scott, his comment is up there. I'm um, talking about having listened since they fired. Trey great one. Or myself. Right. Um, a lot of people oh. do agree with that. I feel the same about the name, but I have to disagree. To me, the show is very bad. 
BD is really obnoxious, and I can listen for no more than 10 minutes. Well, let me stop you here before you keep reading the comments. Yeah. I, I, I will be 100% honest. I have yeah. not listened. Not, not one, not even a promo of, of the guy. So I know nothing about Bloom Daddy. Neither do I. Is he is well, he that bad? I mean, have you? Okay, let me that be honest, honest with you. I'll, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I um, during the whole process of uh, after Trip passed away, they right. they brought on like five or six different people. Okay. Um, they brought on Stansberry, who I thought was you know pretty good, and actually I got along with him at least on the air. Right. I have personal issues when it comes to that guy, but you know, whatever. I mean, he doesn't acknowledge it, and or me, so that's fine. Um, but I actually rooted for him to get the show. He did not. Um, then there was a couple other guys. I can't remember their names because they were kind of like whatever. I thought Chuck Letty was really good. I thought Chuck Letty should have probably gotten the show because he's a Cleveland guy. Okay. Um, if it wasn't crazy, he should have gotten the show. Um, Ron Verb. Uh, I don't know where he's from, but he was decent. But they're probably a little too old for what they wanted to, to do. Okay. And so the other you know guy was really Bloom Daddy. And now what, know, when what he, was his? I, and and again, I'm speaking out of total ignorance, so I don't know what was his. Did he already work at the station? Was he no? He a, worked. He he works or worked um, West Virginia. Okay. I think he did mornings there or something, and I think he still lives there. Oh, so and he's then, not even a local guy. No, 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 no. But and I think they got him an apartment upstairs from the station, so he's here sometimes now. Okay. But uh, yeah, he's not a local guy at all. All right. And, but he uh, he came in, he auditioned, and really, I thought he wasn't bad. Okay. Um, I didn't think he was terrible. I don't like the name per se either. And I knew that there was something going on because, you know, he had kind of agreed to, hey, why don't we call it the Bloom Daddy experience with you know, Seth and Carmen or something like that. And, of course, management said, no, 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 no. You know, Ray was like, no way in the world are we doing that, basically because Ray knew he was going to fire me. Right. Little did Ray know he was going to be fired. But uh, you know, the, so it was obvious what was going to happen. Right. But I kind of liked him. I didn't think he was a bad guy. Okay. The problem I have with that show is Carmen. Carmen's a kiss ass. Always has been. Right. Without an original thought. And every other joke is either you know, Caddyshack or Airplane. And it's the same shit over and over again. Right. And you know that's not what I... I don't like that kind of stuff. You know, and I mean, nothing against Carmen. I think he's a, a nice guy. I mean, stop calling me altogether, which is okay. I don't, I don't need it. Right. There was a lot of promises made that weren't kept. And again, I'm not trying to be bitter ass. I'm just telling the truth. Now, how did Carmen end up? And again, this is me coming from ignorance because I was, I was already off commercial radio probably a year before, even before. I mean, I, I ran into you the one time and I ran into Triv once or twice at events, but I really kind of wasn't listening. What was, what was it about Carmen that got him to get to stay? I don't know. I mean, other than the fact that, I mean, he really did kiss up to management there. You know, I was kind of like the guy that took the messages from Triv, went down and said, hey, look, this is what Triv wants. And right. I, I didn't care. And, you know, and I think in the end that cost me. Plus, he did 
you know, tribe insider and stuff like that, that, uh, you know, I, I never really volunteered to do. They never asked me to do it, but that, you know, that was, you know, their fault. So you might still be there today if you would have run down the hall and been like, you guys aren't going to believe what Triv is saying. If my lips were attached to the ass of Keith Kennedy, I yeah. would still be there today. <laughs> and there are people there like Garmin, like you know, other people that I've mentioned in, so far that have done that. Right. And I'm not trying to, you know, call anybody out, but I mean, it's the truth of, of the matter. Sure. So it is what it is. I mean, I'm not. Uh, again, it's not. It's not sour grapes when they promise you a job and then they just say you're fired. No. You know, they promise you. I mean, the guy over there promised me a job for months and then just said no. I mean, yeah, and that's crap. I mean, that's always crap. But unfortunately, and, and you know this now, but I think you knew it then, but you just didn't want to hear it or believe it or whatever. Oh, I knew. It was a, that's it was, radio. Oh, I know. That's why I'm not upset. I mean, it happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. But... I'm also going to tell the truth about stuff that happened. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, dude, I was fired before this in the same building. Sure. Where they fired me and then they brought me back the same day and said, hey, you're fired, mm-hmm. but we want you here. Uh, so we're going to take away your benefits. We're going to give you the same hours, the same money that you were making before. Uh, come back, but you're not going to have benefits. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you want to keep your foot in the door on radio, then this is what you should do. Dude. And I sat there and said, well, what else am I going to do? I'm not a carpenter, so I should probably take this offer and, and roll with it. So, yeah, I was fired, and then they gave me two weeks off, a check for like twenty grand to go away for, for two weeks and have a vacation, and then I could come back and do whatever I wanted to do again. Right. Yeah, And, dude, you know, for, for people to understand it. Get that picture off the screen. <laughs> everybody gets fired in radio. Yes. Everybody. I, I mean, I, I was in commercial radio for... What twelve years? I think twelve or thirteen years, and I was fired twice. Yeah, two two different times. I was fired for um from commercial radio. I was fired once from MMS, and then ultimately again from uh, ninety two three. Look, here's the deal. I uh, like you said, everybody in radio eventually gets fired. I mean, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've been there for twenty four years, so I mean, sure. it's not like and fired once, but brought back the same day. But so it's not like I didn't know that something like this could happen or would eventually happen, but it's the way that you do it. And it's the lack of class. I mean, it's the lack of class. Okay. My friend and host just passed away. Yeah. You brought in and marched in all these auditions, all these people that say, hey, pick one. Then you come to me for advice on who you think I should, who. Who would you work with? Who would work best with you? And then they threw you out the door, too. And so I'm going to them saying, yeah, this is the guy that I think I kind of get along with. This is the guy that I think sounds pretty good. You know, I vouch for this idiot. And then then you're going to pull me in the office after I talk to him saying, hey, look, this is what we're going to start doing when we start on Monday. Uh, Looking forward to doing the show with you. And then that same day, you pull me into the office and you fire me. And it's lack of class. And Mm -hmm. then forget about the fact that Oh, by the way, then after a month after I, I get fired, I get sick, I get my leg chopped off, so I have no insurance, no leg, no job, and that asshole of management over there decided not to promote an event that could help my family right. survive mm-hmm. because they were dicks. Yeah. Forget about the fund that Jim and Sandy, God bless them, set up for me, um, and they had to go on Rover show to promote it. Right. Help me out. 
Rover would put them on and help me out. But the station I worked for for over a decade right. and helped bring money into that radio station mm-hmm. for Triv, they wouldn't promote at all. Right. And let's, and let's just tear down that wall a little bit more. Rover, who I do not get along with, but you do, and that's fine. You know, um, you know, the only reason you were able to get that promoted on Rover show is because Rover has it in his contract that he has 100% creative control over his show. Where they couldn't stop him. Because if they could have stopped, stopped any announcement of it, which they, you know, if it was me, if it was me, they might have stopped it. Because, you know, but because Rover doesn't like me. But, you know, know, for you, Rover liked you, I'm assuming, right? And that's why they were willing willing to just say, management be damned, we're doing it. I appreciate that. But, I mean, the manager sure. over there would do something like that. <laughs> Got a friend of mine who said that he uh, worked in radio for five years. He has 11 start dates. <laughs> and all the times he was either let go, laid off, or right. whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, look, and I'm not going to sit here and do the entire show on, you know, these bastards sucking sure. or anything. But I thought it was an interesting post that was on Facebook. You can look it up and, and post what you'd like there. Sure. Um, but I have no real problem with, with Bloom Daddy other than, I mean, the name is kind of silly. But, you know, I thought, personally, I thought that, you know, I could have helped make that show at least somewhat interesting with a variety of other opinions other than just repeating, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Right. But whatever. Well, dude, it is what it is, man. No, yeah, dude. I'm happy where I'm at now, to be honest with you. Yeah. I've never no, been treated then... nicer at a radio station at WHK, and I love doing this podcast. And so, and, and, and so maybe in, in the in the weirdest, ugliest way, you landed where you were supposed to. Absolutely. I have a great time doing this with you, and you know, I, now that I've been at this other place for a couple of weeks, it's been very nice. People have been nothing but nice to me. Sure. And you know, it's been fun. It was funny because one of Carmen's friends actually texted me the other day, because I was doing traffic and weather right. uh, during the afternoon show on WHK, and he texted me something absolutely horrific, but it was funny, because he stopped listening to Bloom Daddy and started listening to HK, but he said, uh, my girlfriend enjoys me pounding her while she listens to your voice doing traffic and weather. <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> I'll try to make it extra long for you. <laughs> your report will be extra long. That's right. <laughs> In other news. <laughs> All right, Jim, I got to move on from that. All right. Uh, you have a beautiful studio you work in now. Um, I just found out today, I want to get into LeBron thing in a second, but okay. uh, I found out yesterday, I should say, that July was National Pride Disability Month. Disability Pride Month? Disability Pride Month. Hey, happy DPM to you, my friend. <laughs> I appreciate that. And see, <laughs> I'm just really sad because, you know, for the entire month of June, I heard nothing but Pride Month, Pride Month, Pride mm-hmm. Month, this Pride Month. And it was sponsored, no shit, by Metamucil and Charmin. Right. Pride Month on iHeart was sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper and Metamucil Clear Out Your Anus. So it was great, but I heard nothing but Pride Month. Right. There's flags everywhere. Everything's going Pride this, Pride that. All right. I didn't know for an entire 30 days 
that it was Disability Pride Month. Damn it. Now, where was my freebies? I didn't see yeah. my parade. I wasn't walking down or hobbling down or hopping down or wheeling down yeah. the streets in any kind of parade with my leg flinging in the air and, and celebrating my disability. Why, yeah. why did that not happen? I don't understand. Why didn't Peacock have a special section that featured movies like Crippled Masters? So That's that what you, I'm saying. You know, to, so that you could celebrate missing limbs. Exactly. I don't understand where my, my freebies, there were no freebies. I didn't get yeah. any, like... You know, free hot cocoa or donut somewhere yeah. uh, for being disabled. They could have had, like, Survivors of Shark Week on and stuff like that. Guys that are missing right? a foot or an arm or something. Fuck yeah. And it really kind of bothered the shit out of me to see that there was nothing. I was watching Discovery, ironically enough, because I was watching Shark Week and I saw that it was Pride Disability Month. Yeah. Well, maybe you should have identified your leg as a missing woman's leg. Then you could have had trans by trans trans disability month. Uh, you're coming out of the closet. I, I'm hopping out. That's right. No, I just want my recognition. <laughs> now, is there a flag? I think there is a flag. Can can you look up? Is there a Pride Disability Flag Month flag? Doesn't come with a pole. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is. Hang on. I think it's in this, this video. Hang on. Did you know that July is Disability Pride Month? In July of... It? I don't know. Let's see. I guess it is. Look at that. Who knew? <laughs> it's actually a much cooler flag. I will, I will say is that is... Yeah, I found it. Hold on a sec. That is a much cooler flag than the than the... Pride, the regular Pride Month flag, that's for sure. Share disability pride flag. There you go. Hey, look at that. Shazam. It does look like, I, it looks like a superhero flag. Yeah, look at that. And it's not rainbow, it's more like. Well, it's I mean, kind of rainbow. It's, it's rainbow, but it's different color rainbow. So. Yeah. Power colors. It is. It's like, a, like an electric charge. Yeah, not soft pussified colors like that other flag. I mean, I should have gathered every like handicapped person that I know. It would have been me and Peter Knapp. <laughs> and he would have abandoned me for the parade because he's at the baseball games. Right. <laughs> well, they should have had you out there throwing the first pitch. See, that's what I'm, I'm telling you. We got gypped on this National Pride, Disability Pride Month thing. I mean, they I gave the, month. they gave a whole they gave the Dodgers or the Dodgers gave that group a whole you know like a whole opening of the game or something didn't yeah, they Yeah, people that hate Christians. <laughs> yeah, they got a whole they got like a whole thing. You didn't even get to throw out the first pitch. And I'd say you're the most famous disabled person in Cleveland. There's got to be other. What, trying to think of other famous disabled people in Cleveland. You're the most famous. Bloom Daddy. Is he? What's no, his disability? He's not. Carmen. Right? He's Carmen? disabled. Carbs absolutely disabled. Brain Whether concussions. Yeah, it's brain disabled. <laughs> so if your leg could be a, a lady leg, just put your pantyhose on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enough with these dumb days or Look, months or whatever. No, you, you see, I, there's got to be a pride for you. Is there like a pride pride month? A burn pride month. Burn pride month. Please. Even if there was, I wouldn't celebrate it. Are you kidding? 
Dude, I live in Twinsburg. I have twins. I've never once been to Twins Day. The last thing in the world I would ever do is celebrate something that's made up and stupid. What's next? National coverage of Sweetest Day? There has to be a burn victim. victim. I'm sure there probably is. And I have no idea when it is. And I was burned 28 uh, years ago. What does that tell you? I'm sure it's Phoenix well, Day or something. This is ridiculous. Because that's what they call, that's what they do with all the burn stuff. It's all part of the Phoenix Society. Rising from the ashes, the Phoenix. Oh, you only get a week. I'm sorry. Oh, um, I only get a week? Damn it. The 2023 Burn Awareness Week dates are February 5th through the, the 11th. I already missed it. Damn it. My God. What what do you do on that? Not cook? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Fire and life safety uh, educators to unite in sharing a common burn awareness and prevention message in our communities. Oh, sounds like a winner to me. It's like the burn victim uh, pride flag, like a glass of water <laughs> like a, or fire hose or something. I don't know. I think I found it. Hold on. Um, I think this is the burn. This must be the burn burn awareness flag. Present, share. Here you go. Burn victim week. (laughs) (laughs) Not right, but I'm a burn victim. I can get away with it. You you would say that. I can get away with it, (laughs) goddammit. Yeah, if you need a flag to announce you're burned, then you're a loser. Well, I don't know how that that uh, disabled flag represents me. I don't. Well, it's, it matches the Superman colors on your on your your leg. I guess. I, you know, I guess so. Seth, you got to gay or lesbian or trans or non-binary, binary or queer plus See? disabled. Good point. You got to pick something else and add it in there, Seth. Then you'd be important. Can't you be a disabled lesbian? I'm I'm trying. That's good. I'm trying my best to be a lesbian. I really am. That is funny. There you go. All right, I want to talk about LeBron and the school. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Talk about. LeBron James and his uh, stellar school. All right. Sounds good. And body odor. We should talk about body odor. Well, if we're talking about LeBron, we're already talking about something that stinks. There you go. Hang on. It is time to save America and stop funding woke corporations. Shop with merchants that share your values today. Get all the great products you buy online anyway from Mammoth Nation. Visit the online store today at us.cmspn.com and save money while helping to fend off enemies of our way of life. We can't expect change until we make changes ourselves. Shop Mammoth Nation today. Are you looking for a way to support the Seth Williams Show? Get your Seth Williams Show merchandise today. From coffee mugs to clothing and everything in between, our high-quality merch is the perfect way for you to not only support the show, but show everyone what is the greatest show going today. Just go to shop.thesethwilliamshow.com now, shop around, and buy some great merchandise from The Seth Williams Show. Shop today. Hey, it's Seth. And I appreciate you watching today. And you can make a difference. For just $4.99 a month, you can help save someone's life today. It really does count. 
every dollar matters and you can change someone's life not these ridiculous dogs those are actor dogs I'm talking about myself and Chris Aiken I can barely afford a shave and a haircut or sleeves on a shirt sometimes we could use your assistance today just go to the Odyssey app go to the Odyssey website O-D-Y-S-E-E just $4.99 a month can change the world for someone today. Myself and Chris Aiken. We'll give you extra content. We'll give you bonus footage. We'll give you new episodes. Subscribe to the Odyssey channel today. Thank you. Everybody, it's Don Dockin. When I'm feeling nostalgic, I always go to Pinball PA. You gotta go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Stop what you're doing and start making memories at Pinball PA, located at 2284 Broadhead Road, Suite 10B in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. We have over 420 video games and pinball machines to play and all games are set to free play, so no quarters or tokens are needed. Pinball PA is open six days a week, and is the best and most affordable entertainment spot in all of Western Pennsylvania. Check out our website at www.pinballpa.com for more details. Come visit Pinball PA today. Initials up. Guarantees and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you build your company brand and identity from start to finish. One stop means you get a complete package from one location. Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron Tees and Signs, 4883 Turning Road. Call us at 216-299-9344. The Seth Williams Show with Chris Aiken, uh, live on the CMS Network, CMS TV. Uh, I had a friend over the weekend asking if we're really going to be done with YouTube. I said, well, it's only a matter of time. Yes. Um, so um, make sure you get the CMS Network app. Yeah. Because he said the only way he watches it is on his TV. Get the Rumble app. Get the Rumble app. Get the yeah, the Rumble, Rumble app is, is, is available on... Amazon or Roku or Apple TV or I believe that it has an app on like LGs and stuff. So well, if you're able to watch YouTube on TV, then you're going to be able to watch Rumble on TV. Yeah, Rumble's pretty much everywhere now. So get the Rumble app, and then just find look up the Seth Williams Show and you can watch it there. Seth cook on grill this weekend. I uh, I have not yet cooked on the grill. I lit it. I put the tank on and I did light it up and I had flames coming out of the grill, but I did not put any. Uh, food on it but i did watch it yeah <laughs> but it looks good thanks to rick again my good friend rick hope he's doing all right uh you, disability you, month is in december you use you use that grill like the like the students at the lebron school use a calculator <laughs> <laughs> so should i play the story again yeah play the story again hold on hold on before you even play that i'm gonna take on this this point right here 
The best part of the YouTube is the interaction with the live chat with both you and the others. Well, if you go to thesethwilliamshow.com and watch the show there, the player also has interaction. There you go. So you can you can absolutely interact with the show, and we can put the comments up the same as we just put this comment up from thesethwilliamshow.com. Thesethwilliamshow.com. Yeah, and that's where we want you to go. YouTube will be going away soon. And look, Seth's not, not by really, our choice. Well, maybe a little by mine, but but uh, I will say this: we talk about the stuff we talk about will get us banned. Hundred percent will get us banned. It already got my other channel pulled down from this show, not from any other show. The only reason this this channel did not get banned was because I pulled the segment off before they found it. But it got my other channel that it was running on concurrently pulled off, like completely deleted. Eventually, we're going to cross their line. So get used to find the other methods where there's no censorship. Come on, Gunner. TheSethWilliamsShow.com. That's the link. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to type it. I'm not a very good typer. You know that? <laughs> there we go. See? And there it is. It's it's there. You go there. You watch from that from that link. You will be able to interact with us from there. Aaron Savali traded to the Rays. Just so you know, Aaron Savali traded to the Rays for a prospect, number four prospect. Sounds good. All right, LeBron. In 2018, LeBron James founded a school for underprivileged children in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. The I Promise School, as it's called, educates children in grades one through eight. They provide them with free lunches, free uniforms, free transportation. And all the graduates from the school has their college tuition guaranteed by the University of Akron. The school also costs taxpayers in Akron a total of $8 million per year. Certainly a very noble cause from LeBron. Unfortunately, none of the kids at the school can reportedly do math. Not a single student at LeBron James's school has tested proficient in math in over three years. In addition, only 8% of the I Promise students tested proficient in English. And the Akron school board is pissed off because as I mentioned, they allocate $8 million to this school every single year. The Ohio Department of Education is also now reportedly stepping in, and it may lead to have their public funding revoked. It's another example of how throwing money at the education system doesn't necessarily lead to good outcomes. And they're apparently teaching kids to read the same way LeBron does. <laughs> That's the best part, is the little dig at the end. know. <laughs> <laughs> So they can't do math. Now, for years, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Now, don't you think that somebody eventually would have stepped in and said, hey, look, you know, something's going on here. Maybe we should change this. How is what there not one? I mean, look, we've all we've all known. We all went to high school together in different, you know, we all went to high school with whether it was 50 people or 500 people in your class. How many people do you have in your graduating class? I don't know, a whole bunch. 100, 200, something like that? Okay. I had, I think, 230 in my class out in old Streetsboro High School. And let's be honest, Streetsboro, not the smartest town in the in the, the uh, northeastern Ohio area. But there were smart kids. There was a few smart kids. Right. There were certain certainly people that could do some, um, some geometry and some Algebra 2 and Algebra 3 and Trig and all that other stuff. 
how is it that in Akron there's not one smart kid smart enough to pass the math equivalency? Not one <laughs> in years, not one. Look, I was the idiot at Ignatius. I, mm-hmm. Like I was more worried about going out with my girlfriends and doing other things. And sure, I really wasn't very good. I mean, I was okay at school, but I wasn't you know a straight A student by any stretch of the imagination. Sure, I cared a lot more about going out with friends and girls than I did about studying. But even I, on a basic level, could figure out the math, yeah. the portion of things. Well, you passed. Think, you passed. What what grade is this? I promise school is this high school? What is yeah, this? Yeah, it's it's, I, it's high schools because then anybody that graduates from that high school is guaranteed a scholarship to Akron U. And I had a, like a really good teacher for you know I think algebra two it was, and Mr. Benander, great teacher, good guy. But I sucked at it. I just didn't that care. Math, yeah. I, oh, that math. I mean, I understand basic math and I understand geometry and all that kind of stuff. And I did, did okay. But I really didn't do well in algebra two. But even that, I was able to pass the proficiency test because it's not like they ask you yeah. these equations that are behind me, or at mm-hmm. least you know, it's basic stuff. Sure, dude. When when I went to high school, nineteen eighty two to eighty six or eighty three to eighty six, whatever it would have been. Um, we had to take two units of math, I think, or maybe three. I think, I think it was three. And I took general math, algebra one and algebra two. And I never failed. Not one time. I, I, I never got A's either. Right. I, and, and I'm so dumb at math. Two things with math. One, anytime I try to do math on the CMS, they literally, the, the chat room literally has pictures of monkeys punching calculators that they put up as me because I'm so bad at math. I am the absolute worst. Now, when I went to college, you know, you have to take, you know, X number of math and college courses. I had to start, I was at try high or try C and, um, I had to start from my equivalency test. I had to start at math. Oh, nine, one. That's how, that's how bad I was. I had to take math 091, 093, and 097 before I could take the math that would count. All right. I got to look up because they're saying I promise school is grades one through eight. And is I it one through Adelie eight? And, and Scott and everybody, they live down there. Sandy, okay. I know those are stuff. But what is eighth grade math? What is a Like I want that's, an example of what eighth grade well, that's got to be at least knowing your your times tables. It's got to be like 326 times 284 or whatever. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm... Does it inv- I mean, does it involve figuring out the X and the Y and where they intersect Add and all that shit? And subtract integers? I'm assuming that I would know what these mean if I saw... <laughs> it's, probably fr- it's probably... Well, integers are just numbers, but... I would imagine by eighth grade, that's probably where you're starting to get into fractions and yeah, multiplying would... fractions and square roots and all that other stuff, cube roots. Uh, example of eighth grade. Yeah. There's got to be something. Yeah, well, the bottom line is every other every other school outside of this of, of the I Promise school is passing people. Yeah, well, that's just it. I mean, come on. Now, again, in high school, I, I mentioned that I was a little bit more involved in, in you know, extracurricular activities yeah. like, as far as going out with people and that kind of thing. But 
eighth grade, I'm I'm pretty sure I understood the, the basics of math. Well, you never failed math, did you? Proficiency. No, of course not. Yeah. I so mean, I, I am trying to figure out how stupid these kids have to be, or is it the teachers that are just that bad? What is this school doing down there? That uh, I, mean, I refuse to believe that the kids are dumb. Okay, there's a lot of smart kids down in Akron, but, but well, so is it just bad teaching? Is it just LeBron's an asshole, and so he doesn't? <laughs> but, well, here's the here, here's not my, passing the basic test. Here's Michael. Forget the test for a minute. How are they passing into ninth grade? You have to pass math, don't you? In yeah. order to, to, to go to the next grade. It's not just eighth grade they can't pass. It's all the grades. I mean, you're talking about kids that probably can add two and two. I mean, that's what the place is saying. I don't know. Do you think it's I, – I mean, it's, believe me, it, with every ounce of my soul, I want to blame LeBron for this because I hate LeBron James. I am an absolute and, – and I say that with, like, much passion. I can't stand this guy. The way this guy insulted our city, I'll never forgive. Yeah. And, and you know, I don't give a shit if he comes back and wins three more championships for the Cavs. He's still a piece of garbage, and I still hate him. That being said, there's something bigger than LeBron James going on here in Akron that they can't pass this test. And a funded, a heavily funded school sounds to me, and again, I'm talking out my ass on this, but it sounds to me like they're um, they're not putting the money into the program. What program? I don't understand. I mean, you well, have this to I have promise teachers. program is is you know what eight million dollars or something. You have to have teachers that are just incompetent, though, because you have to have teachers that just don't care to teach the kids oh. basic math, or right. or they have bottom of the rung teachers because the money's being skimmed. The teachers are one hundred percent at fault. I agree. It's the teachers and ultimately the parents. Still, I well, I mean that has to be part of it too. Although you know what? No, screw that. Like, yes, parents are supposed to be involved. Yes, parents are supposed to you know help their kids throughout whatever schooling they have or whatever you know, homework and all that kind of crap. But I I didn't really have to do a whole lot of that with my daughter. My daughter learned stuff at school, got assignments from school, mm-hmm. did the stuff that she was supposed to do, and she's not stupid. And so that means she passed all the grades, could pass math proficiency tests, English proficiency tests, and she has done well. And with very little encouragement from her parents because we didn't really need to do it. Yeah, but that's one kid. I understand. There's not one of these kids. Well, that's that's kind of my my daughter at the I Promise School. Not one. That's my point too. Is they're all they're all halfway penny eaters i guess and none of them are smart and you know and <laughs> it's like, one of us pen eaters i like the the, the, <laughs> the taste of a good pen that's one thing that whk is going to regret hiring before is their pen uh budget is going to go way through the roof <laughs> all chewed up pens i don't smoke anymore so i'm going to be chewing on everything right? you find they're like i don't chew on a microphone <laughs> you know what i'm saying though they're I they're, do. Yes. they're not st- they're accept- there's a there's a part of this of acceptance of stupid. And I'm just going to call it the way it is. I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. Someone somewhere is accepting stupid. I don't know if it's at the teacher level, at the board of education level, at the parent level, or all three. But they are accepting stupid level. Dude, if you were put on your administrator hat for a minute. 
if you were the administrator of Summit County Board of Education, like you were one of the head muckety mucks at that at the that's Summit County, right? Yeah. Summit County Board of Education. And for the first year, this year, 2020, the one that just finished, 2022-23 school year, and you got a report that said number of students, 1,000. Number of students that passed the math equivalency test, zero. (laughs) Would you be like, well, let's see what happens next year to see if it straightens out? Or would you be immediately in there calling those teachers in and saying, what are you doing? Of course I'd be calling teachers to see what the hell is going on and again if you're a parent there's not one parent that called and said hey look my kid is 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 basically just dumb and what's going on there why 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 does my kid not know two plus two yeah why can't my kid count the number of tires on my car (laughs) there's got to be something that is going on where this this continues to happen all all three uh let's see teachers join that school for celebrity of saying I'm connected to LeBron. Look at the race equity of the educators there. Yeah, but even that. It's racist. The teachers in curriculum, I mean, at least what they will say. Just watch. Go back to the other one. Go back to the one about the race equity of the educators for a minute. Even if that's true, let's say for the sake of argument that that's true, that all these teachers are just uh, star fuckers that want to be associated with LeBron James. Okay, we'll go with that for a true statement. Do they want to be associated as the dumbest people in the state that are associated with um, with LeBron James? I don't think so. No? Yeah, well, yeah. the State Board of Education should take over until they get their grades up. Somebody should take over. Yeah, the no school kidding. should be shut down if that's what's going on there. Yeah. I mean, and again, I, I refuse to believe that there's not one kid. Not one that can pass these kind of tests. I mean, I, I refuse to believe that. And I refuse to believe that there's not a teacher that would take pride in what they do for a living and not just be, like you said, a star effer who wants to say that they work for the LeBron school. There's got to be a problem that's going on. Yeah, there's something. Something is missing somewhere. And it's either it's either um, on the actual education level or it's on what is being taught which to me it's what is being taught because man eighth grade is what 12 years old is that right yeah Yeah. i'm convinced and and i'm convinced of this from raising kids myself and you you've raised you know you've obviously raised your daughter so you you could speak on if you think this is true or not if you took the most complicated thing you could possibly think of rocket fuel engineering (laughs) <laughs> right, and you taught it every day for a year to your kid. She would pick up at least some of it. You would think she'd pass at least <laughs> get a it, minimal a, test, a fifty, sixty percent on a test. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, and that's on the hardest thing in the world. You know, whatever the the most. If if you if you showed her every day what it takes to be a brain surgeon. She would be able to tell you where to cut to open up a skull after nine months. Yes? Yeah. So there's something drastic missing here, which is what they're being taught. The curriculum is not matching the requirement somehow, some way. 
That at least that's what I think. Yeah, I, I it, it's got it falls on a whole bunch of adults letting a whole bunch of kids down. Yeah, well, yeah. And I feel bad for the kids. I mean, obviously the kids aren't doing the work, or maybe they are, but uh, yeah, no. they're being let down by a bunch of adults, including the jackass LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where is he saying, hey, what the hell is going on? This is in my name. Where's his pride? Right. Where's his pride the last three years? I, I haven't it's heard one word about him. Saying, saying, hey, this isn't the way. This isn't what I wanted to put my name on. He hasn't said word one. You know, he needs to step up too. Star fuckers, I worked at LBJ's twice. Even had Laboob check out what the two white guys were doing by his full court, full court basketball court. Hmm? I've been to LeBron's once. I didn't get in his house. Yeah, I went the day that. This is how brilliant management was back then, even when I right. worked at the radio station. LeBron decided he was coming he was coming back to Cleveland and Triv is on vacation. Okay. Vegas or whatever. And so they had me go out to his house and sit by the gate and like call in to do reports. Now one, <laughs> we're on radio, so you right. can't see me outside of LeBron's house. Yeah. You could have been at your own house and just said you were there. I could have been in the parking lot of the radio station. Right. <laughs> said <laughs> But I had to take a station vehicle, go all the way out to LeBron's house and sit out there. And then he wasn't there. Everybody knew he wasn't there. The best part about my day is I got to hang out with Dawn Kendrick from the news channel. And she was super hot. We got to hang out and talk for a while. Nice. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, go out there, radio guy, and broadcast from outside of a house that nobody's at and you're not on camera. And literally, and what was the reason for that? That they wanted the TAM truck to be seen in the nightly news or something? I, they didn't even ask me to take the, the TAM van, van. I asked if I could do it because I didn't want to take my own car and waste my gas. <laughs> Plus, I didn't have a license back then. I didn't want my car towed. Right. It's <laughs> funny. Oh, boy. Uh, well, you know, I, I think the whole thing is just crap, man. I, I really... There's something bigger than LeBron going on there. Admittedly. I don't even, do you even blame him? I mean, other than the fact that we don't like him and he's a jackass and everything else. Uh, the, but I mean, is the, it really his fault that the teachers and, and staff aren't doing their jobs? Other than the fact that maybe he should keep up on it. But really, well, is it an athlete's uh, responsibility to keep up on a school? He's supposed to start the school. He donated the money for the school, whatever. And isn't it really the school board and the teachers and all those people that should follow them, not on LeBron. And I'm not sticking up for that ass, but I, 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 I I say somewhat. Yes. I say, if you're going to lend your name to the project and you're going to convince the dummies in the town to pay $9 million in tax revenue for it. I say, absolutely. It's the LeBron. It's not called the, I promise school of Akron. It's called LeBron James's I Promise School. So on that level, yes, the first year it went bad, he, and maybe not him, but maybe his management team, maybe Maverick Carter or whoever, I'm sure that's that's who still probably manages him or whatever. Somebody should have been like, hey, what's going on here? Why isn't this, why isn't this working? And somebody should have been making a press statement to put pressure on that school board. Now we get two different things here. No, it's honestly not his fault. 
And you just can't come for a field trip, LaBoop. Yeah. So I mean I I mean you don't I don't know if you blame him personally. I don't think you blame right. him I all think, the way, but he, he is he responsible. Should have, he should have some sort of oversight as to what's going on yeah. at the school that bears his name. Yeah. I mean, I mean would God you? knows if I had something like that. Of course I'd want if yeah. my name was on something like that, of course I'd want something yeah. uh, to be done. Dude, you know what this reminds me of? You ever watch The Office? Are you, are you an Office yeah. fan? Yes, I am. You remember when Michael had to go to the office and after he promised all those kids college? Oh, yeah. And then he, did, he didn't have any money, so he gave them, like, uh, laptop batteries or something. Yeah, battery chargers. <laughs> yeah, something. And he had, to, he had to tell all those kids that he lied to them. This is very, I, I know we're joking about it, but it's very similar. LeBron told all these kids, I'm going to build you a thing and I'm going to make you better and I'm going to further your life and I'm going to be, I'm going to better your life. And the facility that he built to further their life is failing. I do think it's somewhat his responsibility as the nameplate. Now, do I think it's ultimately his responsibility? No, I think it's the school board's responsibility, but the money that's paying for it is coming out of taxpayers that 100% bought into this bullshit because of the name on it. I, he certainly wouldn't let his own kids kids go to that school no. if they're not passing. Well, dude, do you think the tax revenue would be there if it was just called the Akron I Promise School? If this No, no. If this is your philanthropy, you keep on it, damn it. Yeah, well, that and that's that's it. But that, that's, that's my point is that if it's, if it's his, if he put his name on it, and if his name is the reason that people that are making $30,000 a year, $40,000 a year, $50,000 a year are paying for it, then damn it, you better stay in, tu- in, in touch with it. And you should, he should be using the clout. Look, me and you both hate LeBron James, but let's be honest. We are the minority in this city. Most of the most of the people, the overwhelming majority of the people think the guy can do no wrong. Well, yeah. And and that clout could just just as easily as it got this school funded by a bunch of rubes that were willing to give up their tax dollars for it. The same clout could put much pressure on the school board to fix the problem, to bring in more tutors, to bring in more. I don't know a different a different itinerary that that leads people to being being math passable at a you know at a quicker pace or whatever it takes. Yeah, you know I I think LeBron is a it, it's a big fail for him. He it won't stick to him because he's he's Teflon, but you know it is a big failure for him. Um. I want to take a quick break, and I want to get into the alien thing a little bit. I want to have some okay. questions I want to ask you. Uh, real quick, though, Sandy sent this message a little earlier on today, and I forgot to put it up. Uh, meeting at Brexville, Brex Center, about issue one, okay. and Bob Francis, the host, starts at 7 o'clock. Yeah, I, there is a meeting about issue one in Brexville today, and uh, I think that Frank LaRose is going to be there. I think there's going to be a bunch of people that are going to be there talking about issue one. Um I am going to get somebody on, I promise. Okay. About issue one either Wednesday or next Monday okay. before the election. Um before that special whatever it is vote that's happening uh next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow. All right. 
Good. Um, it's vital, from what I understand, from what I've been hearing, uh, whether it, it, from a religious side, with the abortion side, or just a constitutional side, you want to keep your guns. It is vital that we mm-hmm. vote yes on issue one, and it's scaring the shit out of me because you see one vote yes sign for every hundred vote no signs, right. and I know that there are people that are I even. No, are conservatives that are confused by what the issue says, mm-hmm. and I said they're going to vote no on issue one. You have to vote yes yeah. if we want to keep any kind of sanity. Wow. What <laughs> little sanity there's left to keep? Little, yeah, what little sanity there is, uh, voting yes is a uh, a must. But mm-hmm. if we want to go to that thing tonight in Brexville, seven o'clock, Bob France, Frank LaRose, a whole bunch of people are going to be there. I think Bernie Moreno is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be very cool. So check that out tonight and get informed because I think it's very, very important that we do okay. this. So, but again, I'm going to try to get somebody on either Wednesday or Monday to talk about that. Cool. Very cool. All right. Uh, aliens were being invaded. We'll talk about that in just a minute. All right, cool. What's going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from Chris Aiken Presents and the Seth Williams Show, and of course, the Classic Metal Show. And I know you need someone to be told something, right? Whether it's something nice, something not so nice. Maybe you need somebody fired and you just don't have the guts to do it. Maybe you need to tell your girlfriend to hit the pavement. Maybe you need to tell the boyfriend to hit the streets. Whatever it is, I got you covered. Right here with my Cameo, Cameo.com slash Chris Aiken. I will tell them, and I won't be nice, unless you want me to be. If you want me to be nice about it, I will certainly give the sweetest message possible. But if you need evil with a lot of F-bombs and a lot of words that I just can't even say on any sort of radio or TV program, I'll do that for you too. One more time, Cameo.com slash Chris Aiken. Buy a Cameo from me, and I will tell them like it is the way you want them told. All right, see ya! There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Hey, it's Seth. All right, right back here at the Seth Williams Show with Chris Aiken, uh, CMS Network, CMS TV. Um, .net. <laughs> what? .net. CMSTV.net. CMS That's Sorry. right. Uh, Rubble. Make sure you're going to Rubble and TheSethWilliamsShow.com. TheSethWilliamsShow.com. Yes. Good All right, so came out. What? I said good places to watch the show. Anywhere is a good place to watch a show. That's right. Except YouTube. Uh, <laughs> keep the faith. We are red state. I believe that we will prevail. I hope so. I hope, I hope so. we're right, Sandy. But um, the vote no uh, money has been coming in from all over the country, and they are doing their best to confuse the hell out of people, and I think they've done a pretty good job yeah. of confusing people. And so I think this is going to be a, a tough, tough closer vote battle. Right to win, and you know, I, I think it's going to be. Uh, tough, but we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, people listen to the uh, 
I changed my view as well. Abortion issue may not be on ballot due to not changing any specific law. This is not about changing laws, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. This is about changing the Constitution. Yeah. Now, I, I don't understand it fully, but again, I've been listening a lot more than I, I, I was before. And so I'm catching on a little bit, but I do understand that it is really important. Another really important thing that I want to bring up, I do want to talk about the aliens, but another really big thing I want to bring up, whiskers and wine. Yeah, can't wait. Did you sign me up? I did not. Oh, come on, man. It's a uh, bar, whatever you want to call it, in the Kenmore area of Akron. Yes. Is having a drag queen hour. Story time, if you will. At a bar. (laughs) For... Everybody, including your children. That's um, right. And that is happening, I believe, on Friday. I know that there is a, a protest against it that is going to be going on that day. Uh, so if you are so inclined, you can take off of work, or if you're not working on Friday, uh, go Whiskers and Wine, Kenmore area of Akron. Uh, they want to change your children. Yeah. Um, they want to read stories to them. Drag queens do. They want you to. Uh, I think they're going to have a coloring contest for children as well. So fantastic! It's, it's a family event at the Whiskers and Wine Bar. Oh, by the way, uh, for kids, they said it's going to be PG. Now, if I remember correctly, things that are good for kids would be a G rating. Yeah. Um, PG. I, I don't. Know, I don't know what it's going to mean. I'm sure there's going to be. Oh, is that the? Oh, that's, that's the owner, I think. Oh, look at that. That's uh, Nicole Farrell and Winnie, the cat on the Whiskers and Wine logo. Well, Winnie's Winnie's cute. They posed for that photo on Monday. Look how sweet. Isn't that something? Now they'll be posing with their children with drag. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, so. Says, Wanting to draw an Akron Junger crowd, Whiskers and Wine will have day passes available for co-working, discounts for college students, and a loyalty program. It will offer special events such as Dungeons and Dragons with cats and children-friendly events like Drag Storytime with Cats Monthly. Oh, boy. In addition, the space will be available to rent during off hours. So there you go. Monthly Drag Story. For children. Yes. Story time. That's children friendly event, by the way. Oh, that's a children friendly event. The drag queen story time. Let me read the sentence again. It will offer special events such as Dungeons and Dragons with cats and children friendly events like drag story time with cats monthly. How sweet. (laughs) We are just doomed. We are. We are doomed. As a society, it's over. I, I, you know, to quote the the great one, I'm living in a world I don't understand because this he would be losing his freaking mind oh my with this kind of stuff that's going on now. Seth, you teaching math now, but I could do a better job than the people of Akron. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, maybe I'll uh... go and record it. Scott, go for it. Send me the video, please. Yeah, we'll we'll air it here if you do. Man, Kenmore has really changed. Look, this is a uh, this is something, man. 
between Barbie and this, please don't go off the edge. How, you, <laughs> how can you not go off the edge? Look, man, I'm, again, lucky to have a, a daughter that is smart and right. funny and, and stuff like that. And so I think she has a decent head on her shoulders. There's stuff I don't uh, agree with, but I, I could not see myself when she was a lot younger taking her to the drag queen story time at the Wine and Whiskers bar. Yeah, why not? Does it include free drinks for the children too? Is that good? is that what's next? I mean, do they get a, a a taste of the wine? You don't want to even know where I think they could drink from. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to make. I would never make fun of her and her her look and stuff. The cat is adorable. I love the cat. Yeah, she looks the part. I'll say but it. The... She lo- she looks the part for offering. Um, Offering drag to kids. Not saying she looks like a drag queen or anything, but I'm saying she looks, she looks like the type of person that would be pro. Pro for that. <laughs> you don't think so? Oh yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> what yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, can you read that line again? What are we going to have on family? Uh, it's. It will offer special events such yeah. as Dungeons and Dragons with cats and children friendly events like Drag Story Time with cats monthly. Drag Story Time with cats. So you suck in the children with the pretty little cute little cats, and then you yeah. have drag queens, uh, men dressed as women, confusing the shit out of your children right. and reading stories to them. I wonder where they'll get the piece of yarn that they'll drag around the floor for the cats. Do they offer puberty blockers with their wine? <laughs> Here, kid, drink they a, this. They have like a candy dish with puberty blockers in them, so we can start changing them right away. Hey, kid, do you want to play with my bag of yarn? <laughs> <laughs> do the cats play Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> Well, they have cat Dungeons and Dragons, too. I don't know how, if you roll, a, you know, 36, you have to battle a, a kitten or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about Dungeons and Dragons. but Why is there a cat in drag? Well, it is. It is. That's a, a girl cat with a blue bow. That's right. Confusing the shit out of the cats now, too. Yeah. That cat identifies as a dog. It It does. <laughs> Uh, but there is a protest going on um, on Friday for this Whiskers and Wine event. Uh, so if you are, again, so inclined, go uh, protest. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure there'll be this. one asshole out there with a swastika so that they can say, See, the only See? people against this are white supremacists. That, <laughs> absolutely correct. You know, when the reality is even white supremacists don't have to have every idea be wrong. And where's the news on something like this? The news you would care about children back in the day. Now it's not. Now it looks as if you say anything bad about this event, we're most likely going to get banned on YouTube for saying that. Oh, absolutely. Everything uh, we've said for the last 15 minutes is not allowed on YouTube. I mean, but where is the local media? Where's the local media to say, all right, this isn't right, man. Yeah, well, they won't. They'll wait till the white supremacist shows up at this thing going, going, don't let your kid go to this. And they'll be like, see, only Nazis are against trans 
whatever trans cat yeah. stories or whatever. Racist. Yeah. Only the racists want to stop it. And they'll interview the most the most skinhead guy with the two with a swastika tattooed on his head. He's got three teeth in his head. Yeah. Right. That's the guy that they that they will interview for for this story. You watch. Watch and learn, people. Watch what when is this event? Tomorrow? Friday, I think. Friday. I you think. watch yeah. for those of you that watch local news, I challenge all of you to watch the coverage that this gets and see if it isn't see if it is at all I don't even want to say bias. See if it is at all fair. See if it see if it says, well, these people had their ideas and these people had their ideas. Or if it is these poor innocent people just wanted to do something beautiful for children and these Nazis showed up and ruined the day. Now, one, I don't think they're going to cover it at all because. Oh, I do. They'll have to cover it because if really? there's. Pro- yeah, the, if there's. If the protest has. If the protest has anybody with a, with a Nazi flag, they'll cover it. But I don't know if. The, I, you know, I, I think that. You know, the people that I've talked to that are organizing this. Uh, protest are Christian groups that are out there to support families and and that sort of thing and protect children. Well, hold on, um, I'm going to stop you right there. The ones that are publicly announcing the protests, yeah, Nazis, the 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 clan guys or the fake clan guys or whatever those guys are, they're not real big on announcing where they're going. That's a good point. You know, they just show up to things. They showed up at the, what was that one? What three months ago or whatever on some farm somewhere. And then they showed up in droves. Yeah. It was somewhere like Oberlin or somewhere. I forget where it was, but it was like they were having drag story time at some farm somewhere and like a hundred, not a hundred Klansmen showed up for the thing. And, and, you know, half the time, those aren't even actually actual. No. Uh, those are paid protesters to go out there and create shit. To go out there and, and, and make it look like it's something that it's not. Right. Bought and paid for by national media controllers. Seth locals you know, get the marching orders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, it's sad. It's sad that there's not an actual legitimate news organization. I don't mean to sound like Trump or something like that, but it really is kind of sad that. Remember back in the day when we used to trust the news? I mean, maybe we were mm-hmm. just fooled and blinded by it. Mm-hmm. But I remember back in the day watching local news and even national news, and back when you only had three or four stations to watch it on. Right. And you trusted it. That was where you got your information from. Yeah. Well, why'd you get rid of her? I was really happy with you. You want me to put her back? I can bring her back up. If you could screenshot and just send it to me, (laughs) the email so I can look at her all night long. (laughs) I'll put a poster over on my ceiling. Yeah. Um, dude, as far as the news goes, I didn't mean to put that up, but okay, it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I put it up. Oh, did you? Yeah. (laughs) I thought I bumped my mouse, but, um, no, dude. If you are like, I, I'm a big history buff and I love one of the few things I'll actually give YouTube a bunch of credit for is if anything happened in history on TV, it's on there. Everything yeah. like literally every minute of news coverage of the JFK assassination is up there right. on YouTube. Every minute of 9-11 on 400 different channels is up there. Like it, it's all up there to watch. And if you watch, like, if you watch the JFK coverage, if you watch the classic, the Walter Cronkite, uh, Dan Rather coverage, nobody's offering an opinion. And, and we all know that Dan Rather is a, is a lefty, if ever yeah, there yeah. was one. Yeah. 
But if you watch but, the but if you watch the coverage, the coverage is is you know there was a gunman and he shot the president and the president is injured and we've just gotten three forms of confirmation the president is dead and right. no there's no talk in the hundreds of hours of coverage about oh those right wingers gunned down the president you know you, you know if it was CNN and it happened to somebody like Trump they'd have a panel of people oh, saying of how you know well there's this was his fault of course. that it happened. We'd have uh, we'd have been hearing about uh, November twenty second the same way we hear about January sixth. Yeah. But oops, I mentioned that. I guess we're really going to get banned from. Scott YouTube. wanted. To, Scott wants to make up for everything. Right? Okay. Oh my God, Staples actually sells Staples. Scott wasn't feeling good about hearing after hearing about the uh, Kenmore Akron thing. So he wanted. To... <laughs> Yeah, well, this is a good question. But were they lying to us about uh, way back then? I, I don't know. Maybe, I, I, but I, I it don't... seemed more legit. Now everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Even local news has a, an agenda, and you can tell it the second mm-hmm. you turn it on. Yeah, I don't think the, um, I don't think that the, um, the media was as part was as big a part of the playing field back then. No. They didn't realize how powerful it was at that point. I think they did after JFK. Like I definitely, I definitely think the media had some. And and again, I don't want to turn this into a whole, uh, you know, a guaranteed ban on YouTube. But I think if you watch the difference in coverage between JFK and nine eleven, you see a completely different kind of reporting. Completely. Much more, much more in. You know, they all say the same things on 9-11, where on JFK Day, I mean, they were they were absolutely pulling people off the street on JFK Day. Hey, here's some guy and his wife that heard a bullet and laid on the ground. Here's, here's this lady that took a picture. Here's this guy that thought he heard something from the grassy knoll. Here's this guy that thought he heard it from the overpass. You know, they interviewed anybody that would talk about it then. You didn't see that on 9-11. No, but and again, as far as what Jim said, I don't know if they were lying to us the same as they are now. Now mm-hmm. it's almost obvious when they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But I turn on, you know, I don't really watch a lot of local news because I get everything on my phone. So it's really sure. easy to get updates and that kind of stuff from, you know, just getting headlines on the phone. But uh, the little local news, I mean, I've never watched some of these people. They're just, as I said, they started paying local news talent the way that they pay radio people right and you could tell because the, the talent is just not there it's just it's ridiculous it's stupid mm-hmm. um so not only is are the stories bad but the, the coverage is bad yeah you know back when like dan solomon ran channel 19 and triv was doing it that was a well-oiled newsroom and it was a machine of a of a tv station yeah. that knew how to do news was everywhere when you wanted to be there and it was good now mm-hmm. local news is a joke Dude, let me uh, tell, let me tell you, know, you, like Holly Strand and Betsy Kling, who I love, uh, should watch their backs because all they're going to do is hire some young hot chick to replace them mm-hmm. and pay them a quarter of what they're getting paid to stand in front of a green screen. And go, hey, look, you know, be nice it's today. Gonna, it's going to be hard to put somebody hotter than Holly in front of a screen. I know. Jeez. I had dinner with her one night at, at uh, Cozars at the, M- at the MGM. Yeah, yeah. 
And oh my God, she showed up in this little dress. It was like, <laughs> when, when she first got onto Facebook, I think it was, she used to post pictures of herself like working out and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> I'm a big fan, but I asked her to come on the show and she never responded. So, yeah. She's a, she's a good looking girl, that's for sure. But, um, no, you, you, dude, this is a, you're going to laugh at this, this is just a quick, funny story. So, if you have Peacock or Paramount or whatever, you know, those those channels, they they base your local channels based on your IP address. And for some reason, my IP address when I got the the newer internet, the the Fios or the fiber internet, yeah, it um for some reason the IP address was weird and it it was showing me Columbus channels. <laughs> and, and the reason I bring this up is because I literally, I don't watch local news very much, but I would pop in from time to time just to see if anything was going on. The the stuff is so bland and so opinionated or opinion-based. It was probably two months before I realized I wasn't even watching Cleveland news. <laughs> I just was like, you know, I was like, oh, where's that town? I'm not sure I know where that is. You know, they'd be like, hey, we're here in uh in Jiggletown, and I'd be like, I don't know where that is. Is that that must be by Euclid or something, somewhere I don't go a lot, you know? I just didn't know, and I mean, that's how scary is that when you're watching your local news you and know. it is so cookie cutter that you literally can't tell if they're talking about your own city or not. Yeah. Sad. All right, um, you're right, Jim. I said I was going to talk about aliens. We got to mm. talk about the aliens. Let's talk. So about let's the take aliens. our last break and then. Okay. We'll- Talk about aliens for Jim. All right, cool. Because I'm fascinated by this, and I don't know why nobody else is. So, hang on. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's, where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious, and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations. 440-238-8830. 440-238-8830. Trivs in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran-owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065, Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, 
and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. Here at the Seth Williams Show with Chris Aiken, live on the CMS Network, cmstv.net, uh, Rumble, thesethwilliamshow.com, and everywhere else that That's podcasts right. are That's right. uh, available. A um, couple quick things. Don't forget to Ramona. Ramona? Robin Swoboda will be on on Wednesday. Robin Swoboda will be on on Wednesday. Very cool. Um, Looking forward to talking to Robin. Robin is one of the greatest people of all time. Um, icon in this town. Robin Swoboda will join us Wednesday afternoon. Very Looking good. forward to her. And Bob France. Bob France will be joining us in the next, I'd say, within the next two weeks. He'll be on. Um, talked to him this morning about it, and he would actually said he would like to come on. So right. looking forward to having Bob on. We can talk about um, my joining that radio station, his time there. Uh, issue one and a whole bunch of different things. Also, going to try to get somebody on to talk about issue one and the next show or two uh, before the special vote um, next Tuesday. So, right. happen, don't forget there is a rally, if you will, happening tonight. Going to be informative with Bob France, Frank LaRose, Bernie Marino, I believe, is going to be there, and a whole bunch of other people talking about issue one in Brexville. Cool. So, Check that out. Starts at 7 o'clock tonight. Very cool. And I actually have a, I just got to confirm right now for Monday, so we're going to have to definitely <laughs> coordinate our schedules, but I got a band you'll love. Right. It's kind of that, that 90s sound. Yeah. But it's made up, and I'm not going to tell their name yet, but it's made up of all military guys. Really? So we will do some, some, military, some military guys celebrating as well as a kick-ass band in the music style that you like, so... Okay, cool. Looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be fun. So and that's Monday. That is Monday. Awesome, awesome, good stuff. Uh, so a lot of good shows coming up. That's right. And you know, Sandy was yelling at me for yawning. Look, I had to work until like twelve thirty last night at the radio station, you know, training and doing all this other stuff that I'm doing over there. Yeah. And then I had to be back at the radio station at like eight thirty. So by the time burn. I got home, it was after one and then by the time i actually fell asleep it was like two and then i was up at seven getting ready to go into the station this morning and then coming back here for the show right so so you're uh, tired and you're not even going to bed when you're done here right no i'm going out dashing after yeah. this so you're probably gonna go all the way till what 10 11 o'clock at yeah minimum? it's look i went from having and then you got to remember that i went from having literally no work and laying in a yeah. wheelchair for you know a year and a half to doing everything, and okay. so it's it's good. I'm not bitching about it by any means, but I sure. am a little tired. So, and then I start texting you about eleven, eleven thirty, just to keep you awake longer. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good though. I mean, I like you know, I, I like when we talk about show stuff and fun stuff. I won't forget Robin Swoboda on Wednesday. All right, aliens. Yes, I played the clip earlier. It's a long clip, so I'm not going to play it again. But they, they had a whole hearing about aliens, mm-hmm. and they. I have a whistleblower. That seems to be the new term of 2023. You know how they have terms for like all these different years. Sure. Uh, the 
2023 term of the year is whistleblower. Right. And they have a whistleblower or two that have come out and said that aliens are, in fact, real. The government knows there is. That is actual footage. Yes. <laughs> of Joe Biden. Sniffing the alien that they uh, found in the crash. That's right. There he is. (laughs) Well, he doesn't discriminate. No. Little girls and aliens. That's right. He'll sniff anybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I don't understand, though, what, what is going on because it doesn't seem to be that big of a story. They've confirmed. Basically, that aliens are real, that we've known about it for years. There's pilots, not only Air Force pilots, but commercial pilots that have come forward and said, yes, we've seen these things. We, they have said that the government has actual beings that they found mm-hmm. along with the you know a crashed aircraft. And even the alien is scared, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but... It doesn't seem to be that big of a story. Now, I we talked to that Chuck Zikowski, the alien guy, oh, UFO yeah, yeah. expert, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. months ago. And I asked him, I remember saying, do you think that the, the country is ready for aliens and for us to say, yes, they're here? And he's like, no, this, you know, we go into like panic. and mm-hmm. this Obviously not. Nobody seems to give a shit. Yeah, the media well, doesn't care unless it's a diversion once again. Well, and this is the problem. Where is the media in the daily press brief busting on, um, what's her name, to, about the story? The media is pretending it didn't happen. Right. And that's that's the real problem here. It's it's not as much as I want to blame Puddinhead, President Puddinhead. You know, the, the reality is it's the media that's not not asking the questions. Why? Why aren't they asking the questions? Why is this not? You would think, say, 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, I understand that, you know, the Hunter Biden thing is going on and we want to throw Trump in jail. And that seems to be the left and media's big stories. You know, another 10 charges on Trump and he's going to go to jail and not going to be able to run for president. Mm-hmm. We might have a president behind bars. Yeah. If things keep going the way that it's going. And so, you know, the media seems to be focused on, on that stuff. But you're talking about aliens. You're talking mm-hmm. about another life form that are coming down here. And why are they coming here? And we don't know. And we don't know anything about it. And it doesn't seem to be even a little bit of a blip on the radar of stories. Okay. couple things out of what you just said. You assume that we don't know. Maybe we do. And that's why it's not a story. And they're, they're putting the kibosh on the story. And now I'm going to go all completely conspiratorial here. So oh, banned. Banned right away. Maybe it's not time for it yet. Maybe the maybe they realize that nobody will, will play nice when they try to launch the next pandemic. So they're going to launch the, the alien-demic, where you need to stay in and protect yourself because we don't know where the aliens are going to come from. I mean, I guess it could be a theory of, you know, that they know that something could happen. But, I mean, look, these sightings have been happening for a long time. Yeah. It's not like they just happened yesterday and all of a sudden aliens are coming down here to destroy the Earth. Unless we have some sort of, you know, log of, of chat. Do they have a chat room for aliens where they said they're going well, to... Well, you, you don't know that we don't, though. That's the thing, is you don't know. 
I, I mean, look, they build areas. So again, going back to the LeBron school, not one kid could pass an entire math test, but there's not one media member, and not one that's going to say, hey, look, what's going on here? There's aliens all of a sudden. <laughs> what, what, what's actually going to happen? Well, but, but here, here's, the, here's, my, here's my two cents. And, and again, this is 100% talking out my ass. I don't have any knowledge. I don't have any even reason to have this theory. It's just a thought. We've we've had Area 51 for how long? A long time. 75 years or whatever, right? Yeah. Is there anything else in 75 years, in a long window, that we've had money allocated to research and development of that we've had zero progress on, like UFOs? Yeah, even in that clip that I played, even yeah. one of the whistleblowers said they've tried reverse engineering some of the technology mm-hmm. and they haven't been able to do it. <clears throat> Obviously, these aliens are a lot smarter than we are. Yeah. Um, but maybe, maybe, just maybe, and again, conspiracy 101 here, maybe we've already communicated with them. Maybe we've already come to some sort of an arrangement. Maybe there's something already that's in place and... We let them mutilate cows because it feeds their planet or some some nonsense. I again, I'm I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe it's not this as great of an unknown as you would think. Because and what makes me think that is it's an oddity to me that no government around the world has a different story than the uh, than the mainline opinion on aliens. Not one. There's not there's not the prime minister of wherever a stand that's saying, you know what, we have met with the aliens and they <laughs> they gave us rocket fuel or something. You know, there's there's not sound like Vivek Ramaswamy. Well, I, I, I'm kidding, I'm joking. If he's from oh, Uzbekistan or whatever. You know, if he's from there, maybe. But you know, I, you're right. I mean, there's not one government coming out and saying, Hey, look, this is what happened. But I mean, we have whistleblowers that are saying that this yeah. is going. I Brian from Tennessee. One, uh, thank you for listening, Brian from Tennessee. Appreciate and it. for using the the other chat. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. People are so desensitized to everything, so it wouldn't matter if aliens landed tomorrow. People care more about the Barbie movie. Right, I, I, not false. I don't disagree with that, but at the same time, I think that there's a lot of people that actually give a shit if tomorrow a whole bunch of aliens, if it did turn into Independence Day, where yeah. there's a bunch of aircraft flying over top of us and. And ships and aliens start coming out of them and attacking, or even if they just came down to say hi, I think it would be. A, I, I think there's a lot of people that wouldn't be desensitized to something like that. Yeah. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, dude. Maybe for years they've been abducting people, and and some of the some of the things that we attribute to you know serial killers and stuff, where people just end up missing, are abductions. <laughs> Could be. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that just go missing and are never found. I was talking to my wife the other day about aliens, and I said, "What if like the alien women have like four boobs?" And my wife goes, "Well, it'd be tough to motorboat them." (laughs) I don't know. It'd be that tough. I'd figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, of course. If if the alien women have four boobs, the American women have a real problem. (laughs) (laughs) Does that count as cheating if it's with an alien? I don't know. You don't even want to hear my real answer. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> a real bad answer came to my mind. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> Save it for Odyssey. Special content. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll talk about aliens. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I, I mean, I have a hard time believing that we've we've accomplished nothing in learning about aliens in seventy five years. I have a hard time with that theory. But why are they hiding it? And apparently, they're, they're because they've got because we're coming out because they use it for control. It can be used as a control mechanism. Aliens, if they're if they're real, and again, that's a big if. But if yeah, aliens are real, the people are saying they're real. That don't mean anything, you know. You know how many how many guys have told you that they bang supermodels and they didn't? You know, I mean, anybody can say that there's real things. But these whistleblowers are coming out all kind of different things, saying you know, with, you know they do suffer consequences for their actions by coming out and saying this kind of stuff. It's not like this guy is getting a movie deal for coming out and saying that aliens exist. No. Here, here's the the real reason that they would leave it alone is because they can use it. There is it's is there anything in lore in in human lore right now that would scare people more than aliens? I think not. The rapture. <laughs> I don't Second think even that would scare Jesus. people. I think even that people would just be like, "Well, we're gonna die anyway. Let's party." I really think that. I think people would not be scared of that. I think people would be scared of an unknown entity that they know nothing about and they know nothing of their history and they know nothing of how they act, how they behave. Dude, you, you saw the movie War of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise version? Oh, yeah. Look at how the people went from just confident as can be to not being able to figure out what was going on in a second. I mean, as soon as those people came rumbling up from the ground... It was straight chaos, straight chaos. Instead of, instead of quickly organizing and fighting it off, aliens well, will cause chaos. But my <laughs> point is, I guess, is that this story is coming out that there, the people are actually, you know, military people are saying yes, they do exist. We know that they, they, the government knows it, and nobody seems to be panicking. Nobody seems to be even bothered by it. Nobody even mm-hmm. media's not covering it. Nobody seems to even care. Well, that's why they're not, and that's why people aren't panicking about it because nobody's covering it, dude. People were panicking like like the world was going to end because of the tr- the Russian dossier with Trump, because they were saying here it is, this is what can happen. You know, obviously it was lies, but that's what people were saying, and people were scared to death over it, right? People yeah. were absolutely scared. People are scared to death. Look at how crazy people got when the Ukraine thing first started. Yeah. Do you know for a fact that one bomb dropped in Ukraine? Other than what I've seen on TV. Yeah, well, okay. You know what? I watched 1917. Doesn't mean that everything in that was true. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. We don't know. You don't know. And I'm not, and again, I'm not trying to say that Ukraine didn't happen. Yeah. I'm just saying the bulk of the world doesn't know. And the only thing that teaches them that is the idiot box. And the the government controls that information now. We do know that. Nothing was mentioned that really affects people. Are you kidding? I mean, the fact that our government claims to have aliens that were crashed and they have not only their craft, but like bodies of aliens and that they are coming on a regular basis. And I think that would affect people if we don't know why these things are coming. Obviously, we've never been to another planet. We don't say that we've been to other planets since I mean, they're, they're here. 
People Why don't think hell, hell people don't think we've been to the moon. I don't. You don't think that either? No. Are you a James Cameron guy? You think it was I, James Cameron? Stage. Yeah, it's all <laughs> Yeah. Let's say it's yeah. I don't believe it. There's the aliens. <laughs> They're there. That's Biden in the, the special area. Where, yeah. yeah. That might be that might be two uh, interspecies interstellar beings leaders meeting. But this is how crazy Americans are. Like they are crazy people. Mm-hmm. Like there's been rumors of, that I've seen on TikTok of uh, videos showing that he's an alien. That Biden oh, is yeah. actually an alien. That mm-hmm. one actually, and it was pretty creepy. You might be able to look it up if you looked up uh, Biden skin mask or something like that. I think it was on. It, there's a story that was out about that it wasn't actually his face, that his face kind of slid off at one point because it was just a skin mask that was on top. And it, his face kind of slid off. I'm looking. Yeah, all I'm getting is fucking... Porn? No, um, COVID masks. Oh, yeah. If you look up masks, that's all you're going to get. Yeah, well, I looked up. Biden's skin mask slides off, and all I'm getting is COVID masks. Maybe that's why to to throw you off, throw it off, make it not as easy to find. Now, I mean, I, I keep going on these conspiracies. I heard one last night. I was talking to a uh, a religious person who was talking about Dan Bongino and some stuff that he was saying, and talking about how um, the Chinese, I think, are growing some more grains or something like that, and all this is going to lead up to. A big thing that's uh, talked about in the Bible about another a famine or something cyber attack or not. Uh, well, there's going to be a cyber attack and another biological attack, right? That they're preparing for over there, so that and then we're going to be screwed. Well, could be, but now let's we're banned. hope not. But you know, let's hope not. Well, let's see. Thank you, Chris, for not referring to us as stupid uh, like MC did. Why would I do that? Well, because MC did. Well, the MC of the show? Mike Chisaka of the show. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Cell phone, microtechnology, optical fiber technology, stealth technology, all from alien reverse engineering. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? That's as close as I can get. Y2K people were panicking. Nobody panicking about aliens. That is true. Y2K was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I had to run the... uh... Yeah. I was happy, though, because I made a fortune off of Y2K. I'm sure you did with your IT As a computer guy. Yeah. (laughs) All the dumb people. Dude, I I bet you I made $5,000 running patches on people's vcrs <laughs> i had to stay at the radio station until y2k turned over till it was like right because they expected all the computers to die see it's true trump is a lizard person trump's a lizard <laughs> it's true no that's just from date that's why you got to date the porn star <laughs> yeah exactly he's got that <laughs> that's why stormy was willing to take less money right <laughs> all hail lizard king biden <laughs> There's some. But really I, I do. I, actually, I've talked to a couple of different people in religious 
things that have said, one, who's a minister, I won't reveal his name, um, but he talked about having two prophets that he knows. Okay. That some major stuff is going to happen come this fall. I mean, uh, and he's saying not only government-wise, but worldwide. And that these prophets say, watch out, this is going to be a... A doozy? Oh, yeah, this is going to be something to behold, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know she's not real. (laughs) I like the hair on the... The hair's good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to leave that one up for a while. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I don't understand why it's not a bigger story. And I think that the aliens are here, but I, I don't know. I wish somebody would come and tell us what the plan is. Yeah. Well, Another thing that I heard is a rumor mm-hmm. is that Biden will not be the uh, presidential nominee by the time Gavin. this is all said and done. Well, who will be is the real Gavin question. Newsom. Gavin Newsom is. Oh, right. Gavin Newsom. Even though he says he's not going to do it, that they're going to prop him up. Uh, to do it, even if it means Kamala is going to be propped up to, and then fail, but Gavin Newsom is going to be the guy. If Gavin Newsom won, we're done. We're done. Well, I agree. I mean, you see what he's done in California. I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, he has wrecked the most profitable state. Need to get the flat Earth guy back on and talk about aliens in the end of times. Absolutely, we do. Well, that won't I, I, I want to get YouTube. the flat Earth guy back on, not to talk about the flat Earth, because that won't be for YouTube. <laughs> well, look, look. I know that they don't like the flat Earth stuff because that's misinformation. So, if we talk about the end of times, though, and aliens, aliens are real. The government says so. I honestly think if you're going to have Flat Earth Guy back on to talk about this stuff, and I'm and I'm a special show, I think it. I mean, we could do it, but we just will not do it on YouTube, because if we do it on YouTube, we will get this channel at least a, a strike. They'll, they'll they'll call it a misinformation strike or a hate speech strike or something. They just uh, supposedly took down an unlicensed bio lab controlled by a CCP doing gain-of-function stuff in California. I wouldn't doubt that. I don't doubt it. If the Democrats win, we're done. Amen. Yeah. Flat Earth Guy equals no YouTube. <laughs> That's it. Uh, good show. Glad you got a job. Where we hear you. Um, shows to be determined. So... We'll, uh, I will keep everybody posted on what's going on. I might have to stop saying bad words, right? Yeah, you might have to. <laughs> U.S. government gave Honeywell cell phone technology back in the 50s. Okay. Look, I, I think we have gained technology from... I, I refuse to believe that we got went to the moon and all we got was Tang and Velcro. I mean, right. we have technology coming from somewhere, and it's not just the Chinese. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it, it, there's no reason not to believe it. I mean, it, that's always my answer to people is like, I don't believe everything. I don't believe a lot of conspiracy stuff. But I don't understand why people are so adamant about not even listening to it. Well, the point is, is that you know, most conspiracies and most rumors and stuff like that come from some grain of truth. Yeah. There's something that had to be there to begin with to make it become a rumor or a conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, 
it's not like there's just a bunch of people sitting out there going, let me write some shit down and see what I can come up with. Yeah. I mean, there has to be a grain of truth to evolve into what we call conspiracy theories. Well, and how do you keep yourself sharp to make to make informed decisions if you if you just hide from everything that you don't agree with? Sorry well, if that makes me sound anti Chiselka, but you know well, the problem is is that the people that control the information like YouTube and, and mm-hmm. Facebook and stuff like that um won't let you think that way. Yeah. It's sad. That's why you gotta get off of those places. What's really sad is that uh Twitter finally did change their app to, to X. X. Yeah, I saw that. And so now on my phone it looks like I'm looking at porn. Right. <laughs> I'm stop. My wife looks at the phone going, what's that X? It's porn, honey. Yeah, it's X videos. It's Twitter. <laughs> All right, I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. We're going to wrap it up, I guess. Yeah, we're, good show. Quick. Good show Quick, fun. Don't forget Wednesday, Robin Swoboda will be joining us. Robin Swoboda and Tony Masashi will be on. At some point, we'll get Bob France on the show. We have a band coming up on Monday that we're sure. going to talk about yes um much more i mean i'm gonna try to get somebody from uh, talk about issue one on so we got a lot of stuff coming up it's gonna be good this show's going national baby yeah that's (laughs) why we're here bring everybody together man that's right (laughs) including the aliens yes that's what i want this show to be republicans (laughs) democrats independents aliens that's right I wonder if they have a two-party system on, on planet whatever they come from. Before long, they'll be our sheriffs. Like in was it California or something that said that the illegals can now be sheriffs? <laughs> All I want, if there are aliens and they come down here and they want to take over the world, that's fine. I'm sure there's different classes of people. Just make me a sex slave. That's all I want to do. <laughs> Just do that. I will be in all your research and everything you want me to do. I'm happy to be a part of it. Just laser me. <laughs> done <laughs> i want to be a sex slave in the alien world with the women with four boobs <laughs> what if it's horrible though what if it hurts and it's horrible and and you're stuck doing that as your as your job whk gotta i don't think it would be horrible there's no way that women, no way no way that women with four boobs and two vaginas is going to be horrible what if those vaginas have teeth <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Nobody's going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night. <laughs> and we'll talk to you on Wednesday with Robin Swoboda if she joins us after this show. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> See ya. See ya.